to record. <laughs> it's okay. Let's go. Everyone has a unique gift, and Mike and Diana, host of the One Life Podcast, believe that most people don't know how to use their gifts or what they are. Mike and Diana want you to see things from a different perspective and be true to yourself. The One Life Podcast unites the world through art, fashion, music, and film. It inspires, motivates, and creates positive energy, love, and compassion to all communities and creates an equal playing field for all. On the One Life Podcast, they cover topics like building relationships, overcoming adversity, habits of healthy people and much much more we only have one life to live be yourself and live your truth add the one life podcast to your playlist that's the number one ne life available on spotify amazon music (laughs) apple podcast and your favorite podcast platform what's up y'all welcome to the one life podcast i am mike reed and as always i got my lovely co-host diana from Socialholic, and we in the building, you guys. And today we have Moses in the building with us from Money Market Business Solutions. Our sponsor is in the building, you guys. What's up, Moses? How you hey, doing today, man? Hey. Thank you for having me on here. My name is Moses. Again, uh, pleasure to be here. Always, always really, really happy to hear from you guys. Um, so let's get right into it. Let's get into it, man. Thank you for coming. Thank you for stopping by. Today, today we're today we doing a different show today because um, it's Thursday and we decided to come on here today because of Moses' schedule and, you know, we want to definitely bring him on this, this show. And um, we are booked for the next month and a half, I believe. Woo! And that's that's incredible. Uh, thanks to our lovely co-host, Diana. <laughs> she handles all the booking. So if you guys want to book your show, you know, hit Diana up at uh, Socialholic TV on Instagram. But uh, yeah, so we we we're doing an extra show today. Uh, we're doing our regular show tomorrow. But we who's, who's our guest tomorrow? Adriana. Adriana. She's at Butler's Coffee, but she's also um, Beauty Beauty by Ashes. Very, it's gonna be amazing. Okay, yeah, I can't wait. So yes, uh, uh, she'll be here tomorrow. But today we are talking to Moses, and we're gonna talk all things business. All right. So what you got going on for us, Moses? Just uh, very thankful to be here, like I said, and I'm um, happy to be a part of this. And um, as I mentioned before, I am proud to be the sponsor or one of these sponsors. Hopefully many more to come, obviously. <clears throat> I see the vision here in this, in this valley, and, and I think that you guys have what it takes to take this place to the next level. So I'm very proud and very happy to see it all come together. Um, first of all, I love what you guys have done with the place. Thank you. Perfect, Thank you. perfect, perfect. Well, uh, all know. thanks to you. We appreciate yeah, you. We appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate our sponsor, and he he made everything happen for us for our you know, our tables, our chairs, our equipment. You know, um, and I and I look forward to continuing that. You know, and um, with that being said, now that we're actually on that topic, um, hopefully you guys will be having uh, more opportunities for more sponsorships coming up. I, I, th- I think I saw something in one of your shows that uh, Diana was going to put together packages for future sponsors. Yes, yeah. well, we already have that. Yeah. yeah, we already have that. We have four packages, I think, four or five packages, um, and we want to do um, commercial. We got commercial packages as well where if you want Diana to talk about your, your <laughs> company and her lovely voice, lovely she voice. can do it. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, because we are definitely we're putting one together for you. Um, you gotta write the template. You can't, you know. <laughs> I, I, you gotta tell me what to say. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it. You gotta tell me what to say. Most definitely. So another thing with that. Uh, but wait, let, let, let's 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 start. Uh, let, let, before we jump in, because I already know what you're about to jump into. First of all, we are still in the lobby. We about to head up to the top floor. We always at the top floor, man. When we when we operate, we, we operate on a high level, on a high frequency. Oh, so we we always. You want to go to the rooftop? rooftop. You want to take Moses to the rooftop? Moses, nice what you know about the rooftop? I mean, if that's where we're at, that's where you we're know, going. All right, we're going to the rooftop then. We're going to the rooftop, y'all. All right. <laughs> but um, first, we want to know about Moses. Like, tell, tell us a little about me. You got to like, get into like, detail, details, but, you know, uh, just kind of give us your background, your, your business background, your, you know. What, who is Moses? Okay, so who am I? I am besides I'm, the player, player that you are, and the <laughs> bottle opener, the table. <laughs> Never that. So, so who I am as a person? Um, I am a foreign-born national. I am from El Salvador. I am mixed mm-hmm. with German. I basically have been in the U.S. for about twenty-five years now. Um, Speak four you languages. Look like you're 23, though. Four <laughs> languages. You, he does you look like a baby. I, I, yeah. That's good. That's good. You, know, that's you must good. take cold showers too. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, because Andreas. Yes. See him and Andreas. They be on. That do you take cold showers, bro? I do. Yeah, I do. What that is that's, that's a Latino thing. Any, anybody south of the border? I'm part Latino cold. too. But you take hot showers. Yeah, I can't do cold. You see, I can do lukewarm. On a hot day, I could do a cold shower. Yeah. So, right, ahead, so uh, a little bit about myself. I speak four languages. Espagnol, Dutch, Parle Francais, Hablo Espanol, and I can talk to you in English. Um, Holy shit! Since I was a little boy, I've been brought up in a business environment. My father owns a dealership, body shop, and candy shop, and uh, several buildings as well as uh, real estate out in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, my family's background is mainly in the automotive industry, the carrier business industry, and back home in El Salvador. From my mom's side of the family, they're basically lawyers, doctors, um, generals from El Salvador or whatever. Um, currently, where I'm at in my life, I am a single father. I have a son. He's two years old. His name is Mason. Um, other than that, I work for the Department of Defense. I own my own company, which is Money Market Business Solutions. I help people with business startups, currently functioning businesses. I look into business uh, aspects of ROI analysis future markets and development research as well. Um, I can help with marketing and just overall like social media presence. Um, currently actually putting together a packet for veterans. <laughs> All right, so uh, I have a single father. I um, work for the Department of Defense. Uh, currently what I do is I'm a aerospace trainer. So anybody and anybody who's anybody that works for um, the company, we're just going to say the company that I work for, um, basically, I'm in charge of their training to make sure they're up to par to do whatever they need to do to be deployable overseas or on the do ground. Do I need here. to blur out their logo on your shirt? <laughs> no, no, no. It should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see that. Yeah, I'm no, looking no, at his no. shirt. Like. So, so as long as I'm not here, you know, ex- exclusively saying names right, or right, things okay, like that, it's, it's okay. Um, so you basically build protectors. Build protectors, so I, I've also, so I came from the floor up, so I started building jets, building bombs, silos, missiles, weapons guidance systems, I've been uh, doing all kinds of things, right, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Um, outside of that, I build cars, I buy and sell foreign cars, uh, buy and sell guns, houses as well, and um, just anything that I can get my hands on when it comes to business. Um, the reason why is because I have this belief that you can take away everything that I have the day of tomorrow, and I promise you I'll find another way to make money. Right. That's good. Oh, yeah. That's a skill to have, though. Mm-hmm. Survivor. And I think, 
you you and I talked about that maybe a week or so ago about how because um, we, we're similar like in, in those ways and come from like the like the streets right yeah. when, whenever you come from the streets I mean you hustle right and, and you, you so it's, just, it's a different type of mindset like you know it's not you know a book smart where you know you only focused on one career one objective right like you can us street people we, we can, had that though we had that question right where you're a jack of all trades but a master none but better to be a master or what was of that? one of one oh you know that yeah so the saying, actually, I, don't, I know where you're going with that saying. <laughs> the, the original no, we did saying talk about is, that. jack of all trades, master of none, fluent in all, but know nothing. Meaning you're always open oh. to learning something new. Okay. I like your your rewind on that. You, re, you rewrote wrote that, but that's not the original. <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, you, don't, you taught me that No, because we talked about that on a couple of <laughs> shows did, ago. Yeah. And, and I looked it, it up. Um, um, jack of all, all trades trade, is a master, master of, none, of none, but better to be a master of one. Master of many than a master of one, or something like that. It's, yeah. it's, we're like it's better to have more knowledge in multiple areas because, just like you said, no matter what happens in your life, you'll never be brought down. Because okay, well, this didn't work great. I have all this over here. I know, and that's kind of where I'm at too with you guys. It's like I get so bored just doing one thing. You know, I've, I've worked in corporations and I've worked my way all the way to almost to the top, not to like CEO or anything, but like I'll do every position. I'm like, all right, done with this job, next job because I'm bored, and I can't. So I know I'm good at art i'm good at singing i'm good at designing i'm good at you know anything i put my mind to it i find a way to make it and i think that's where we all kind of relate in that creative so my mindset is i hate when i don't get something right i always gotta know it so the quote is (laughs) a jack of all trades is a master of none but still always better than a master of one yeah Ah. i like that i'm keeping that that's what i said Oh, hey, I wrote hey, that. That's the next tattoo is going on my hand. Yeah, no, we're doing it. That is dope. Um, so yeah, yeah. so I, I get that. Um, so like like I was saying, you know, we, we both on the streets and we all we have several different type of skills and a lot of stuff in our wheelhouse. So you know, for us, we can always figure out how to make money because mm-hmm. we, we had to survive. You know, when we were younger. So I get that. Yeah, yeah, no, and and you know, I I always put the emphasis on on the fact that because I'm foreign born, I always had to mm-hmm. outshine everybody else here in America. Right. always look down on you yeah. um fortunately or unfortunately but for me it was it was kind of a leverage point because mm-hmm. i i said to myself well if jack and sue get everything because of mommy and daddy let me do better mm-hmm. let me get it done myself so that i know that i can be better without anybody mm-hmm. and that's just kind of that that was my upbringing what do you tell your son <clears throat> the world is yours to conquer that's why your name is mason is that from the Freemason? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he, can I say that? No. Okay. <laughs> huh? I mean, you lost me. <laughs> We're both squares. Yeah. Good men, good men. Um, yeah. and, and My daughter's know, in the Navy. Does that relate no. to any of that? No? Okay. But you know what? With, with that being said, I and, 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 and you, you'll, you'll figure that out later on in life, is, is people that come from that environment or that background, our children... And, and and correct me if I'm wrong, our children pick up on those cues and, and pick up on those ideals because of the way that we were conditioned to, to know these things, right? And <clears throat> because of that, I believe that knowing that everything can be taken from you mm-hmm. and coming back and persevere, that's a trait that everybody should learn or have because, you know what, in this world, we are taught one simple thing. You're going to go to school, 
you're going to get a job, you're going to die. Yeah. Hmm. And those three things are probably something that we should try to, you know, manipulate. All three and suck. Yeah, yeah, all three <laughs> suck, right? So, so I don't the, like any of that. And, and that's, why, that's why we had this conversation, right? Mm-hmm. We had this conversation about having a nine-to-five yeah. and why having a nine-to-five will get you stuck in monotony. Yeah, you're not doing what you're, what you're made to do. You're calling your special self. Yeah. Well, 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 I don't want to say that because okay, yeah, what, right. without, if no one had a nine to five, then who's going to like do the stuff that. But I think a lot of people that are nine to fives are just doing it because it's a routine and because they were raised to, you go right. to school, yeah. you get a job, you, you stay in that job and you get your 401k and you get your benefits and you don't quit and who cares? You're not supposed to be happy. Right. And that's the disillusion. Like, no, like, well. Everybody, everybody is born with a special gift and you can have a nine to five and that'd be your special gift. Right. Yeah. But a lot of people, most humans do not go out. They're not working their gift. Yeah. They're not walking their true paths. They don't know what it is. Yeah. Or they don't think they can make a living off of doing what they love. Cause they give up so easily. It is hard though. I can't. Lie. It is. But <laughs> I mean, it is just, hard. And sometimes nothing, your gifts change though. Do you think that too? Like sometimes do you think it kind of morphs? Huh? Do you think your gifts morph? Do they morph? Well, like as it as in you transition throughout life, you yeah. figure it out along the way. I think so. Yeah. I think I think it also you grow. It's, it's part of the growing process. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, but like like we was talking about on the last show, um, you just can't give up. Like a lot of people think, like, okay, I found my gift or I found something I love to do, and it's, everything's supposed to be easy at that point. Mm-hmm. Like it's supposed to happen overnight, and it's like no, it's planting seed. Why you why you think we always talking about planting It'll seeds? Work. Like it's, and I hate to say this, but sometimes it takes years to build a business. You know, I know people that started businesses and it took them, you know, 10, 12, 15 years sometimes to get it off. Like yeah. Avatar took 15 years to make. Mm-hmm. Like, think about that. That was that guy's main project and it took 15 years to make. And then technology, technology kept changing. Kept changing right. And, and that's just the same with life. Like as you're going, as you're building, whatever it is Didn't you're doing. Didn't the second one take 25 though? The second oh, one took 25 years. Jeez. Yeah. So, I mean, but, but the outcome, but right? the outcome is great. You got to, you just got to keep going. You can't stop. Right there. You know, you can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't give up, especially when it gets tough. Like that's that's when you're supposed to go even harder. And and you know what? That's that's actually a that's a part of perseverance that mm-hmm. that we that we forget along the way in life. And um and kind of to bring it bring it back to to the positive mindset, right? It it goes back to what you put out in the world mm-hmm. is also what you shall receive, right? And and putting putting negativity in front of you denotates the possibilities of things coming your way. Yeah, right. And that's why I talk about my play. We're going to talk about this again. Like we talked about this last show, um, my playbook. I, I started my playbook and my mindset training a couple of years ago, right? And about three years ago now. And I put in the work and that's why we always talk about, you got to put in the work you put in the work. And at some point, you know, everything becomes a habit because your mind is a habit. Your, your mind is nothing but a habit. It is doing everything you continue to do. So if you keep complaining, if you keep bitching about stuff, if you keep, you know, just having all this negative stuff, then that's what your life is going to be. You know, and, and I read something the other day that made a lot of sense. Was I, I was actually watching a video and, and I forgot who was, who was on the video, but he actually said that stop talking about the past. If you're talking about the past, 
then you're going to continue to live in the past. Talk about the future. You're blocking it. You're blocking it. Amen. If you're always talking about the past, always talking about this, always talking about your problems, always talking about what happened back then and blah, 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 then you're, you're, you're steady putting yourself God, in the past. I wish we had these classes for the kids. So I'm telling you, because when I sit and talk to my son and, and it's like that, it's like constant negative. Oh, it's this at school or it's that right. or I hate this and this happened. It's like I, I tell him all the time, you, you put – what your life is what you put into it. Exactly. So if you're always negative, you're going to have negative outcome. And I try so hard, but I think nobody really gets to these kids early on so that now they're like 20, 30 year olds walk around and mm, hate life. Yeah. Well, how do we stop it when it, before it really develops? Right. Is my question. I, I wish we had that. more. And no, and you know that. what? And we're going to do something about that. I told you I want kids to come. We need them to hear. And, like, I want to hear, like, my kid. I want to be like, dude, like, for real. Like, what is really going on? We're going to work on something. You hate life already at 15 (laughs) because it gets harder. Right. (laughs) So what are you going to do when um, a lot of shit really happens? Real shit happens to you. Kids don't realize (laughs) how easy they got it. No, I want to go. I don't (laughs) like going to school. I would totally do things differently, though. Let me tell you. (laughs) I wish I was back in high school right now. Like Can we trade places? Sometimes? <laughs> man, if I, I know, knew, right? if I knew now, if I knew then what I know now, right? oh man, watch out, world, man, huh? right? Jeez. Oh yeah. See, and, and you know what's fun? we were talking about this, doing some outreach stuff, and mm-hmm. I think that <clears throat> having this platform could actually levitate the the environment around us, not only for us but for the children, and yeah. and I think that's something like what I was talking to you about. I, I do stuff with the sheriffs out here in Palmdale. Mm-hmm where I go about my way and I give back to the community by giving to this uh, community group called YAL. <clears throat> and what I do is I, I give them model airplanes to entice them in a STEM career. Oh, that's cool. That's cool yeah. And every now and then I'll go out and I'll talk to them about like, hey, you know, I work in aerospace. I started off young here in Palmdale. I actually was one of those youth kids that was in an at-risk youth program because I was running amok in the streets out here. Mm. And it was because of that outlet that somebody sat down and told me, like, there's more to life. Right. This is why I am where I am. We need more of that, I think, too, is, like, remember back in the day, I don't know if you guys took field trips, but, like, we would take field trips to businesses, and they would show us behind the scenes. And that's the thing. These kids these days don't get to try something for a day. They don't get to experience, oh, I actually like working on cars, or I like working on computers, or I like working in a restaurant. There needs to be more businesses that open up their doors mm-hmm. to kids. And I don't know if it's a program or something that I'm, I'm trying to think in my head about. But because without that, how do they find their well, it, it, right. How do they find their gift if they're not able to experiment first? It's, it's the what Steve Harvey always talks about being exposed like the exposure like once you're exposed to something like you never go backwards that's why true did, why did i mean i guess it's a liability now or schools took that program because of budget cuts so a lot of it a lot of it if, if you guys remember what happened between 2008 and 2010 when schools started taking back during the recession taking back that funding for extracurricular activities Mm-hmm. They had home ec. They used to teach how they, they used to teach people how to cook. sew, how to cook, basic life <laughs> skills that, that we don't have. You know, you know what? Everybody now going to college, they go pop tarts or or hot pockets, and the that's Mac, the way we're the living. Easy Mac, the Easy Mac, and that's the way we're living. And <laughs> that's you like, can't make spaghetti, y'all. That was a basic. <laughs> yeah. and, and you know, it, it it sounds funny, but it's it's actually a fundamental it's piece of, of life. Though. Yeah, it's disgusting right. to see that. And it's sad because you know what, and and but 
we can't just blame the school system because it also starts at home. And it's hard because oh, yeah. it's a it's a cycle, right? Because two parents working full time jobs by the time they get home, who wants to teach your kid how to cook? Who wants to teach your kid skills? They barely have the time, or they're not. Parents sometimes start early. You know, I was a very young mom, so my mindset wasn't developed on what was needed, what skills my kids would need. Now I'm like, oh, by the way, I know you're already 20, but come here and let me show you something you need yeah. to know. Mm-hmm. It's not too late, but I wish I would have grabbed them at a younger mind. But it's never too late. It's never too late. And I, I do agree with that. I've, I've apologized tremendously to my kids for being probably, you know, not having any clue of how to be a mom or be a parent um, and trying to fix little things that I probably fucked up along the way but i see it now and i'm like god like we are fucked as a generation or as a human race if we can't get our kids back on track i mean we're already losing you know i'm not even gonna get into the whole like gender you know males and females but we're already losing so much of that you know that uh, we're losing and well, we need to get there's it actually a light at, there's <laughs> i don't want to say too there's, much again so well, there's, a, there's a light at the end of the tunnel so um, without saying too much of what I do within the Department of Defense, I'm in charge of virtual reality training. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> what we're doing on the defense side is also being done on the education side. Mm-hmm. So a lot of things that we were taught in a regular setting that can't be taught nowadays, obviously, because we have COVID, we have all kinds of things coming up, and, and, and just the convenience of it, right? Um, but going into that, I want to quote something Elon Musk said. My kids don't go to school. They go to learn. Mm-hmm. And what does he mean by that? So, mm-hmm. so he set up a school strictly for all his children where they learn the basics of mechanics. They learn everything you could think of from science to math, but they learn it in a virtual environment. Mm-hmm. And now that we're at this age, you know, there's no going back. I'm sorry. Technology is just going to evolve and keep going forward. Right. And the way that we can take back our system as human beings is is adapt so adapting to a new way of living meaning hey you know what we don't have home ec classes but there's youtube yeah hey you know what we don't know a recipe but but it's getting the kids interested too which is and i think that's going to be a challenge and we have to figure out how we do that how do we entice the kids to get off their playstations and how to get off their xboxes or their computer games because that's a challenge for me at home and say check this out this is cool or this is awesome or this yeah. is what you need to learn and it's not boring. It's not. That's where we have to figure out is how do we get them engaged? Yeah. So but there's some kids that are like, oh, I want to be, a, you know, an aircraft. I want to be a mechanic. But there's some kids that are like, I don't know what I want to do. But also, but also, though, they do want to do all this stuff. Right. But where's the teamwork? Because if everything's virtual, like they're not. Like in that meeting, social like environment, like, like kids that are like yeah. that, and they want to. So it's I so actually, I have an answer for that. Okay, okay. I, go ahead. We can educate it today. As interesting <laughs> as it sounds, so because because I'm actually technically an educator in a okay. sense, and I my job is to identify key factors to learning. Mm-hmm. So there's four types of learning. There is visual learners. Mm-hmm. There's people that learn by reading. There's people that learn. By listening and there's physical learners where you have to have it in front of you. Mm-hmm. Right. There's no way around it. So guess what? Having a virtual reality setting can put you in a room with over 20,000 people from around the world at any given moment 
and you bounce off ideas. See, the thing with learning is the mind has receptors and it, it clocks in based on the environment, right? Mm-hmm. It clocks in based on what you're doing, what you're around, what you're exposed to. Back to the Steve Harvey thing, mm-hmm. what you're being exposed to. Mm-hmm. So let's say you put these kids in a virtual reality room, right? 20,000 of them. They have segments to learn from. These are the cues. This is the goal. This is where we're at. And how can we get there? Guess what? Great minds think alike. And this is something that we have misconceived for so long. Mm-hmm. Governments and, and, and politicians and, and everybody else, including schools, forget this idea. We work better as a society when we work towards a goal together. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so, and so I, I like that whole idea, right? Um, done yet. Oh, he wasn't? Almost, almost there. Okay. But the last piece of that. <laughs> so, so the last piece of that when it comes to the, 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 the enticement of learning. Because a lot of kids, if it's not a video game, they're, they're not going to listen. Mm-hmm. If it's not going to be engaging to their interest, they don't care, man. They're like squirrels. The, the moment you walk away, <laughs> like, fuck this, I'm going to go over right. here. And it goes back to that, that part of engagement. Mm-hmm. So that's why virtual reality is bringing certain things. By the way, if you want to invest in things like that, right now is the time. I'm just saying this because there's money to be made in that environment. But virtual reality engages you in four different ways. Mm. You can see it. You can hear it. You can now feel it because they have receptors for your hands. And you can read it. Mm -hmm. So the engagement process that was originally there only in person is now being taught in the virtual realm. That's awesome. I'm all four, by the way. I have to be hands-on, hearing, listening, feeling, right. smelling. And, Me too, but I just don't want a chip in my head. I'm going to be forward about that. No, <laughs> but you're going to have a chip somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you're right. At some point, in, you know, but my whole point is I'm all for it because I know uh, technology is not going nowhere, right? Everything's yeah. going to advance, right? However, the only thing that I don't like about it is now when you take those kids out of the virtual world and put them into the world world, how are they going to – Blending with society. I don't think there is ever going to go back to a real world. I think we're all going to be elevating to virtual. I mean, literally, you can meet with people in China, sit at a table, and they're sitting right in front of you virtually. Like, but it's not really you. But it's not really you. But it's a hologram of you, and you're talking, you're moving, and you're doing your thing, and you're right there. Like that's some so, real, yeah, yeah, literally but, robot shit right there. Like, I'm example. excited. Wait, yeah. are we having Judge uh, Jetsons coming soon? No, no, no. Well, I want to be flying. Can you imagine me flying? No. <laughs> Did you guys see? You guys the, already. The, you uh, and Andreas fly on a freeway Jesus. already. What, what was it? What was it? Uh, best example of that. Recently in Coachella, they had a hologram. Concert of Tupac Shakur. Yeah. That was a few years ago. It's been about four. About four or five, yeah. Four years. Yeah. 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 He said recently. From there. I'm yeah, he said recently, like there, last from week. There, this out, from there, they have now started to do, um, they have now started to do what's called immersive holograms, where they, they no longer need large arenas to perform. You literally put down the little puck, and like Star Wars, it comes up. Yeah. And these are things that are happening right now as we're talking. I get that. And, and, and I think they've been had that technology because um, you saw it in the movies a lot. Um, oh, yeah. That's a lot of. Well, if you can dream it, it can happen. Yeah. So. Manifestation. That's, that's, that's sick, thing. though. I really think that's cool. I mean, I think like my kid, he's very introverted. Um, I think that kind of setting would work for him because he doesn't like people. <laughs> 
No one likes people no more. And, you know, he's like, oh, it's just bad people and they're all mean and they all hate each other. And it's like, I get that to an extent. There are some people that are like them and everybody's like that. But I think that kind of, it would probably help him get out of that shell if he were to meet random people from all over the world and they're all in the same interested, you know, mindset of certain things and they're working as as a team to build and do that. I could see that helping him come out of his shell. All right. I, I really think we're going towards, I mean, we're pretty much going to have podcasts where I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be in Tahiti and I'm sitting here though. That's going to be boring. That's going to be awesome. No, <laughs> well, like, that, that would be, that would be pretty cool. That would I'm be a cool. social guy. I, I want, I like, I like this. I'm not saying every podcast, but maybe once in a while. There you go. Wait, <laughs> you, just you just want to go to Tahiti. I won't miss a, a podcast. See, look at that. I'm, you, you know. <laughs> Well, I mean, they have they have something similar already where we it's called Google Hangouts by Google Glasses, where you're in actual meetings, work meetings, and you're on a flight, you're in the car, you're somewhere else, and it's projecting (laughs) the meeting, and it's already happening, and it's interesting to see it. We better jump on, jump on board, Mike. Don't be old. Wow. Don't be old minded. Don't be old. Gotta stay evolved. (laughs) Gotta elevate yourself. That's what. That's why um, I got the TV right there because we're gonna start doing, you know, um, calls and stuff and video chats with people on that TV screen. I want right to fly in space. Cars. Yeah, but he didn't want a new TV. I offered him one, so no. This one works okay. Yeah, you. Mojo <laughs> trying to put a big ass seventy inch on that wall. No, no, no. I said something that's Bluetooth, <laughs> so you gotta get a wire going. But. Oh, let's see, because I, you know, me and wire, you, you did a decent job. I'm not gonna lie. I, I know, and I have something even better for that right now. Or that, the cover of the strip. You're painting it? No. Oh. It's a surprise. I'll show you tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> What's to be a shelf? Diana don't like my surprises. All my surprises have been good, I didn't say the all the surprises I don't like. All my surprises have like been good. I like most of them. Anyways, what else are we talking about? So, business related. Business related. About? So, um, I came on here also to give some free knowledge for today. Free um, knowledge. Free knowledge. Wow, so, she's not charging you that. No, no, no nothing at all. Um, so uh, one of the things that, that come up a lot, especially with people that don't know what route to go with or don't know how to get themselves started is what do I need? What must be done to just get up off the floor? Right. So ideally, <clears throat> and this is, and I'm going to break it down just because this is, this is knowledge that a lot of us don't have access to or don't have the means to get it. Don't really have the education or, or people to be surrounded by it. So or just the thought process. Too. The thought process to do it, right? You know, so Google can give you some information, but if you don't know what to search for. That's true. So I'm going to break it down to help everybody and anybody right now. To have a business, you do not need to be successful to take advantage of the taxes and advantages that come with having a business. What do I mean by that? You can start an LLC, have an EIN and a dense number, and not have a single thing to sell. But you can take advantage of the tax write-offs, like paying for things for your car, maintenance-wise, buying clothing, going to dinners. Um, See, the other one was taking a flight. Mm -hmm. And these are things that a lot of us would normally pay out of pocket for and never see a return. Mm -hmm. So return of investments, right? Let's talk about that, ROI. It's a big thing in the business industry, and, 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 and a lot of people misconceive it by like, oh, I'm going to make this much revenue, so this is my return of investment. Well, let's get down to the smaller parts of it. 
Let's say you started an LLC and you're just getting off the floor. You're not going to have money. You're not going to be making money. You'll owe money, actually. Yeah. So do you recommend an LLC or S-Corp or C-Corp? So an LLC, let me break it down to you. The cheapest way to go is LegalZoom. It's going to cost you $1,200 to register through the state of California or any state for that matter to have a company under your name with a physical address that can acquire or inquire an EIN. $1,200, if you can make that happen, that's already a winning. A lot of people are like, oh, it's going to take a lot of money to do this, to do that. No, no. You can, you can actually, you can technically request a registration through the IRS on your own. LegalZoom is just doing the legwork for you. Mm-hmm. But who's going to sit there for three, four, five days playing with the IRS trying yeah. to figure out how to get that done? Mm-hmm. So the best way that I can break it down to anybody starting off right now, anybody that wants to do anything with their life so that they can at least get some kind of tax return next year, or the following year, or the year after that, is look, get yourself an LLC, which is a limited licensed company or corporation, depending on how you're wording it. Then what you do is you get an EIN and a DUNCE number. The DUNCE number, you don't necessarily need it unless you're going to be doing business right away, but the DUNCE number, all it is, is going to help you with like getting a line of credit, a corporate line of credit, and that's how creditors basically look at you and say, okay, you're worth this much, this, ah, maybe I'll give you this much. You don't need that. If you're just starting off, you're literally living at home with mom and pops and you want some income back, guess what? Get an LLC. Do an itemization of items that you normally would just pay for out of pocket, right? Like, let's say you're a student. There are certain tax deductions that, as a student, that you can take advantage of. Mm -hmm. But uh, let's take it a little further. Let's say you have an LLC now. Guess what? Putting gas in your car to go to school, consider... Maybe you're going to go talk about business, mm-hmm. tax write-off. You get a flat, you need a new tire, tax write-off. Mm-hmm. You need clothes for school, it's part of your image, tax write-off. Decide to take your girl out, take her to a movie, take her to a dinner. Guess what? You're going to discuss business and how you're developing, tax write-off. So this is one of those things that, like I said, it's a free knowledge situation here for everybody because you know what? These are just things that are available to everybody, free of charge. But none of us were given these tools. Mm-mm. And especially in the black and Latino community, we do not have this knowledge. Yeah. Right? It took me rubbing elbows with a bunch of white folk in, in certain environments to learn these things. Mm-hmm. And mind you, I, I went to school to be an engineer. Totally different thing. Mm-hmm. But hanging around bankers, lawyers, CPAs, accountants. Oh my God, you you learn so much. You're like, wow, dude, you guys are crooks. Is it too big? No. Okay, because mine is. I have to. I have to focus (laughs) for to stay up. I'm sorry, I have a small head. Diane is looking for a sponsor to get her some pink beach by Dre's. Oh, I thought you said pink. Bling, bling, bling. She want to bling her. She want beach like mine. Bedazzle my. Oh, you know what? I have a friend that has a company here that might be able to help you with that. The owner of AV Retro, Iad. Is that on the bloomer? Yeah, yeah. The guy that that. does the video game stuff, like right down the street. I'll talk to him. He might be able to get you some pink ones, all bedazzled and everything. Um, There you go. (laughs) No, I was gonna bedazzle these, but these are too big. My head's too small. But you know what? Even like I, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine last night, and uh, we started talking about. Um, and this is, it goes back to what Andreas and I was talking about, or us, Andreas and us was talking about on the show where he was on. 
is a lot of people, they want to go into business or they want to do certain things, but sometimes they're just not ready. Like they think they are, but they're not really ready. And that's okay because maybe it's like you just haven't learned enough or whatever the situation is. It could be a million and one different situations, right? But certain people are just not ready because, like I said, I was talking to a friend last night and she was telling me how, you know, one of her business partners just kind of dropped the ball on something and they was trying to elevate their company and he just wasn't ready. Like, it's not his fault. Like, you know, I mean, it kind of is his fault, but it's not really his fault. He just wasn't ready. Like, he wasn't ready to elevate, and yeah. she was. So, you know, it was just, we, I don't even know. So with I know, because that- he was saying something different, though. His He's giving people you know, a head start. It's even, even if you're not ready to open a business yet, to really fully get a full right. business running, you have these tax benefits with having a, LLC mm-hmm. that could potentially give you back a return at the end of the year is what you're saying. Yeah. Right. right. I could also break that down what you're saying. And I mean, but why, why going to be, so are you saying that someone without a vision, they could go into business and just have all these, like, I don't know what the purpose of that is. So, so the purpose, credit. so, so the purpose of this is, is, is check this out is because if you have an LLC and you have an EIN number, you can get a dunce number. Mm-hmm. If you're not doing business, that's okay. You don't have to be a successful business to take advantage of the tax deductions. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting at. Now, when you get ready to have that vision and empower yourself to move on to the next level, please call me at 661-537-4877. Shame aside from that, aside <laughs> from that, aside from that, check this out. When you get ready to move to that next level, you have already started building yeah. credit it's like you have so, so, that, yeah. so that's why no, that's that. why that that start off where mm-hmm. if you're not ready that's okay you don't have to be a successful business to get these benefits but when you're ready you already have right. time in the game and that's why building that dunce number helps a cre- uh, creditors look at like well he's been doing business mm-hmm. not successfully let's throw him some you know let's throw him some cash let's see let's see what he could do mm-hmm. and that's where that can help and what's right. great about that is it's even though it's kind of connected to your social, it's not your personal credit. It's your right. business line of credit. So if you do do that and you buy a car and you put it in your business line of credit and something happens, God forbid, I'm not saying go out there and get repoed, but I'm saying, you know, there's the opportunities to learn and to grow and build your credit and build your credit. So when you get to that point, you're already on the credit line, you've already looked like a year OG right there. Oh, shit, they've been in business for, you know, five years. Yeah. We'll give them 30 grand. We'll give them 40 grand. This person hasn't really mm. worked their business ever, but now they want to. Now they got 30, 40, 50 grand to put towards their business with that line of credit. And as long as they keep that good reputation up, they're going to go places. And so I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. That is very, very smart. Mm. So this is why, like I said, today I'm on here as well to just give free knowledge. This is stuff that our community, Latino and black community, deserves this. Right. You know what? There's, there's, a, lot of, there's a lot of things that, that white folk do differently than we do. And I don't mean that in any condescending or racial way. I mean that in the fact that they teach their kids finance early on. Yeah, we don't. teach our kids survival early right. on. Yeah. And that's just how it no, is. No, 100%. So, so people like, I wish my family, my parents knew even half of what I've learned in business. And, and you see, that's the thing. With our community, the Latino and black community, we do not have these tools. So, mm-hmm. so for someone to come on here and just give free knowledge, be- better. Better. Well, I mean, I know. And that's what we're, we're going to do. Like, 
us three, like we're going to really put something together and, and do something for this community. And, and it started with the podcast, you know, just by even having these conversations, you know, this is not our end game is just to have these conversations. Well, I have like workshops. I want to have right. people like you come in and be like, all right, guys, we're talking about finance. Today. We're talking about how you get, how do you start at LLC? Right. Cause even though legal zoom, yeah, great. That's still daunting to some people like, Oh my God. So, okay. Call them now. What? Oh, so, so per- perfect, perfect <laughs> question. Like, perfect question. Let me jump you. on that. Got you. So, with the process, and this is only this is the only reason why I keep referencing legal zoom is they will sit there on the phone to the T and walk you through what they're doing to get your LLC. There's no, no company zoom, yeah, there's no company out there that'll do that. People have been using legal zoom for years. I mean they're they're one of the best to do it. Well, I did it when I first started yeah. and I don't want to put this on too much air, but like that I was told when I had my business I had to, I had to get an LLC. Yeah. And but I wasn't smart when I did that. So there's a lot of errors and things I made. But knowing now what I know now, if I would have known that then, I would have been one of those. I've had my LLC for about 20 years now, but it only cost me 800 Is, is the price went up? So because I, so I, I registered under a marketing agency, mm-hmm. there's different legalities and payments that come with that. Okay. So I also qualify as an educational platform. Which is why I was able. Well, we get into it. Which is why I was able to apply to a grant mm-hmm. from the government. On top of that, when it comes to an LLC, you don't necessarily need an LLC to take advantage of tax write-offs. You can have just an S corp or a DBA. DBA typically is cool for like somebody doing stuff from home. Like if mm-hmm. you're gonna build little knickknacks and sell them online, right. perfect. Doing it, yeah, perfect. But let's say you you. At some point in life, you know you want to have a company, but you're just not mentally there yet. This is why I give this 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 breakdown where it's like, look, you don't have to be successful. You don't even have to have business happen your first three years. You don't. Well, what, do you, what do you mean about business happening? You mean like you, making you don't have to, money or yeah, you don't have to? You don't have to. You, you can have. You, you can show money. loss every year. Yeah, for you the can first show for the first three years. Well, you could have loss. You me, don't have to have revenue. Well, let me because I want to tell a lot. A lot of people don't even realize this, and and I was taught um, by my ex father in law like that. He's a very successful guy. He's always taught me that any business you start, you got to have the capital to at least run that business three to five years without making a profit. Like that's starting off money like you should not expect a profit in 10 days or a year or well, two years he's saying you're doing this before you even expect a profit right but no but a lot of people this is where they fail because yeah. they think oh i opened up a business or i'm starting to I do this and I, i'm supposed to make money in the first 30 days or mm-hmm. six months or even a year like no you're supposed to have capital to at least hold you over for three to f- the first three to five years. Depending on your business, because like a restaurant, yeah. it's five years. I, I would word it differently right. just because I wouldn't deter anybody. And, and how I would word that is you don't have to have the capital. You have to have the mindset to stay afloat. And what I mean by that is screw it. If you got to get a nine to five to pitch in for your business, do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, true. A lot of people don't. If they have the mindset, but I, I just yeah. said, like, I, I just meet so many people that they, they fail at business because they don't. They complaining about, you know, the finances, the finance part. But then a lot of people don't even take a, a, a leap of faith on themselves because mm-hmm. of what 
that was said, oh, if you don't have three to five years of capital, well, fuck it. Like, yeah. who does right now? So, well, so, especially in a pandemic, like, who has, you know, whatever it's going to take mm-hmm. to cover the cost. Like, for example, if you have, if you need staff to help, if you need to have insurance and, right. and business licenses, and then all the equipment that takes to run it, if you're going to be using, like, a, you know, a cash, whatever, rap, app or whatever, and all the stuff like that, like, all that shit adds up, and you're looking at, like, 100 to 200 grand but for a it, small business to run for five years that's a lot right of but so to even to even let me clarify that because you are right and both of you guys are right by saying it so what i mean by that it even if you if it takes you to have a nine to five for the next three to five years that is your capital i'm not saying you have to have cash on hand yeah. right i'm not saying that but you have to have some t- type of well, look income at how many businesses we've talked to just on the podcast that have said i'm still working my nine to five right. while i work this this dream that I have. Right. And that's what I mean. Like you, know? you got to have some type of income coming in. 2020 was, I, I was basically forced. I mean, when I lived in San Clemente, I was working eventually events by itself. But when I came here, I didn't know anybody. I had no clients. And everybody was like, who the hell are you? I had to get a nine to five job. And then 2020 forced me to quit or to not have it. And then I was blessed in 2021 to not have to go back because I was so busy right. that I was able to operate as a full-time business again. But Shit, like sometimes you gotta be out there. I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm not too proud, but I've done shit to get to make my rent. Damn it! Let's just say the back of a trunk sometimes to get some like. Hey. We talked about that before the show. Yeah, like I, do I, I did. I mean, I mean, you know, I'm for twenty friendly. So I, I grew up in the hood. <laughs> we were and, growing shit in the man. in the closet yeah. just to get by. Sometimes shit. I did stuff to get out of the hood, and I got out. But it, like I was saying earlier, I was telling Angelo and Moses that it was an ends to a means. Yes. Like I did it to get out of the hood, and once, and once I got out, then yeah, you, you know I stopped. But you know, I, I did what I had to do to get out the hood, and, mm-hmm. and I'm not ashamed to say that because everything that I've done since I was a kid to now made me who I am. You know, there's there's a quote that that I that I always look back on when when I started doing this about seven years ago, and when shit hit the fan, I would always go back to this one Tupac quote: "I made a million dollars, yeah, but you made it selling rock on the corner." And remember that. That's that's a, that was that a song or a quote? Yeah, it was part of it was part of a song. song. What song? I can't. I look it up. I look it up. I look it up. But every he I, almost wrapped it. I heard. It. I, I remember he had, he had he pulled the note. I think, I think I it's. Like, I think oh, it's part, you know what? You know what? I think it's dear mama. Dear mama. Dear mama. It, it feels good putting money in your mailbox. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That part. So okay. so I always look look back at that and I and you know what I I'm not clean. I'm not gonna sit here and, and lie to you and tell you that I did business straightforward to be able to get to where I'm at. Everybody's got to do what they got to do. politician or yeah, <laughs> multimillionaire clean. is clean. Hey, hey. They be robbing <laughs> shit and, and shit. loopholes illegally. Look, look, yeah. You know what? The oh, the guy that owns Microsoft stole his shit. So, you know what? Hey. 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 What's that? Yeah, I would like to say, like, so-and-so Bill, did it at 40. Anybody yeah. could do it. Hey. You're like, you know yeah, what? Bill, Bill, Bill Gates stole it. Shit. Yeah, Bill Gates stole it. Right. I mean. Anybody can steal. Come on. It's the One Life Podcast. We keep it real on here. We keep it 100. But you know what? Back to back to back to the, the 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 basics of business. Look, everybody out here in our Latino and Black community don't got it like that, right. and that's just that's just the basis of what we're saying here. Mm-hmm. So let me break it down to you, and this is free knowledge. You do not need to make revenue to take advantage of these tax incentives, mm-hmm. and you know you're gonna need it because. Fuck, they tax the shit out of us. Yeah. So you know what? Why well, not? Why not do what Uncle Sam does to us, but the smarter way? And legal. Legally. 
Well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say this. Shit. It's on record. <laughs> this is on record, I, and I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm not ashamed. I've only paid taxes, and that's because I have a great tax person. Yeah, but that's and, there. and I also have a great friend who uh, is an investigator for the IRS. So she gave me knowledge years ago about this. But uh, I've only paid taxes three times in my whole life. And twice is because when I bought both my homes, I had to show an income. And when you show an income, you got to pay taxes on that shit. <laughs> but other than that, all these other years, I'm just a dumb, broke business guy that don't know how to make money. <laughs> Aren't we all? So you know, you know about those. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Aren't it's like, we all? <laughs> but, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. And this is my tax person talking talk Yeah, about. but see, the thing is, the difference with you. What? That I, that I think I want to start implementing as well. I think we should really talk about this maybe off record is we need to build investment, yeah. you know, passive income. I don't, I want to fucking be sleeping yeah. and I open my bank yeah. account the next day. I'm like, Oh shit. All right, cool. All right. I just made, you know, fucking couple grand. Right. Whatever. Well, you know what? I can help you with that. The owner and founder, and CEO of money markets, business <laughs> solutions can help you with all yeah, your I, finances. I, let's need. invest. Let's I actually know that guy. I, I know him personally. I introduced you to him. He's my cousin. Yeah. So, so, uh, so check this out. Now that you said that passive income, and and this is something that Warren Buffett. Oh, but let me say this because yeah. I, I wasn't done what I was saying. Because I, I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but no, 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 I didn't yeah, mean to yeah, interrupt you. Yeah, y'all cut me off because yeah, I cut you off. You talk too much. But <laughs> I talk too much. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, you good. We're just fucking with you. Okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> I know I talk. I so was talk. It, did we order pizza at some point? Where's Angela? He downstairs eating that you shit. Pizza? <laughs> yeah, he downstairs eating our pizza. But no, <laughs> here, but here's the one key and most important key that you got to know remember when you're doing your taxes like what my friend taught me a long time ago is that you got to be consistent every year if you're consistent every year with your taxes the irs won't red flag you Mm -hmm. they red flag people that's inconsistent every year yeah if you're consistent they'll never bother you (sighs) yeah so so now that we're on that topic i got audited last year you must have been inconsistent no so i i liquidated four properties and um have you ever done that before no Exactly, that's inconsistency. Dude, dude, I had these dudes at my house chilling on my couch before I got home. Mm. Ready to be like, so, Mr. Hernandez, you <laughs> are liquid value of such and such and such. Where did you get this from? These assets weren't under your name. They were under businesses. Dude, I done your shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm going to jail, baby. I'm, that's it. I'm gone. It's <laughs> And then I realized something. Hold up, hold up. Oh, these these, these properties are under a business, so let's get back to that. Mm-hmm. You could put a shit ton of properties. Yeah. Excuse my language. Like what? But you just don't want to like podcasts, man. We keep it real. We keep it real. You could buy a lot of properties and put them under a business, and it'll never affect you or show up on your credit. But the moment you cash out and you got that money on you, they're going to ask where it yeah. came from. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what's the, what's the way around that? So the way around that, as free knowledge, Knowledge. The way around that is once you get ready to liquidate these properties, you put them into what's called a revolving 405 or 401k or Roth IRA mm. because it's a non-taxable investment account. Mm-hmm. You turn around, you buy a life policy, a living life policy no, for a million, a and you take a lien on ah. it tax-free. Yep. Turn around. You buy another property on an LLC 
and you get a HUD loan against the value of the property on another LLC, and guess what? Now you got two million bucks, and you can put it right back to the original place you took it from. Yeah, because you really need to put, you need to have money mm-hmm. in investments, not in your pocket. Right, absolutely. Liquid value is a separate thing from asset value, mm-hmm. and that's the that's the thing that our communities as a whole has no idea about. Generation uh, generational wealth. Let's talk about mm-hmm. that. Yes, please. Easiest way to a million dollars is real estate. I don't care if it's a patch of dirt. I don't care if it's the back of Wendy's, real estate. <laughs> I want this square. No, seriously. You know what's funny is, is is I saw this article the other day. This dude in New York bought a piece of dirt in between two apartment complexes and sold it back to the banks for two million dollars. Holy shit! It was a piece of dirt. Mm-hmm. A patch, no no bigger than this table. I promise you. Wow. I'm mad at it. Banks are probably pissed. Mm-hmm. Another thing: the wealthy invest in art. Remember that the wealthy invest in art. Oh yeah, I've sold Chanel purses. Is that a thing too? That's a thing, but I mean, look. If you ever hear, if you ever heard that one, that one quote from Jay Z, I bought a, I bought a painting worth two million, now it's worth six million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, I mean, you uh, like art. <clears throat> I do like art. I want art on my wall right here. Your wall. Our wall. <laughs> I just can't be with Lady. you. Just messing with you. I do too. I had one picked out, and then we got speaker squares. There's not speakers. I mean, soundproof squares. It's still space on the wall. Not for the picture. Right? Well, like a little boudoir. Well, I mean, we can move those. A boudoir picture. We can move those. You know, I plan I on it. Huh? I plan on it. I know you. <laughs> Keep <laughs> those why, up without. That's why to me. I haven't <laughs> did anything else to that wall yet because I didn't want to get in trouble. You don't in trouble. I was just like. <laughs> Wait, anyway, this is why she said she don't like your surprises. Anyways, ah, this is worse than one surprise. This is that worse than like, oh. anyway. We almost ran out of I time. I love this so. surprise. This is my favorite surprise. Oh. Yeah, I just got to figure out how to get him to stand up correctly. I need an extension. I got to get an extension. That's not how they're supposed to be. Okay. No one knows that. Now they know. <laughs> now they know. Anyways, uh, we are running out of time, but uh, we want to thank Moses for joining us today. We are truly appreciate you, brother. Mm-hmm. And thank you for having me. And um, like I said, I, I'm i always willing to give knowledge. I think that it's important for everybody to have these tools, especially in our communities. Mm-hmm. Um, for so many years, we have been not granted the access or given the opportunities that you know wealthier communities have. So I am coming here. And hopefully changing that. So let, let's talk about that real quick, um, because you did you did want to talk about the grant thing real quick, because we are going to be setting up workshops and hiring people and doing certain things. So you want to touch on that for a minute? Yeah. So uh, today at about 10 a.m., I followed a lead from one of the writers on Netflix that I met with in San Francisco because I was trying to pitch the podcast to him um, on the basis uh, of Spotify recently started doing podcasts and video on their platform. Mm -hmm. So I pitched it to Netflix in San Francisco and I told them I sponsored a podcast. They have all the equipment, everything ready to go. Do you want to buy in? And then he turned around and tried to buy me. (laughs) And I was like, no, 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 we're not doing that. We're not doing that. So then he gave me, you know, and this is why rubbing elbows with the right folk Mm -hmm. (laughs) literally will get you to a lot of places. Right. So he gave me, this website to, to apply to um, government grants for, for businesses, startups. And um, <clears throat> we're going to pull this up. And I want you to read 
what the cap says on there, just so that people don't think I'm bullshitting. What the cap of this grant says. Where am I reading? <clears throat> Where it says the estimated total amount. Right? That's what that's what is available for anybody and everybody that's going to try to apply. Oh wow. What is that number? $137 million. Okay. That's that's the available grant for what does it say? What is it for? Employment, labor, and training. Employment, labor, and training. Mm-hmm. So the way after I applied to this, I basically told them, look, I am the only guy in this city, in this valley, that's doing management, research, and development, return of investments, analysis, marketing, and much more. Mm-hmm. What can I do to secure some kind of funding? And me being the, the weirdo that I am, I threw some weird number. I was like 3.3. Because I like the number three. So I said 3.3 mil. And let's see. To, to That's your baby? That's my son, yeah. Um, to, to show. Sorry. Show and tell. <laughs> this, is, this is what their company, their company wrote me directly after I sent the application. Can you read that to us, Diana? Moses, we received your application on USA Funding Applications and feel you are a good candidate for our professional services. It looks like our researchers and writers can work with your project. The next step is to schedule a qualifying interview with an admissions director. So what that means for Money Market Business Solutions is I'm going to hopefully, if this goes down, have the opportunity to give back to our black and Latino community based on the fact that not only am I pitching a podcast to help these businesses mm-hmm. that have a dire need for development, because you know what, and this is not to put down our cities or anything, but they don't have the means to have an outlet for people to let yeah. their businesses out there, you know? There is a ceiling. There's a, I don't say glass ceiling, but there's definitely a ceiling. Right. So, with as luck would have it, this was the email I received from their director. Do you mind reading that to us? As Moses, thank you for scheduling an appointment to speak with me. Our appointment is set for blah, blah, blah. When we speak, I'll get to know your project a little better, explain the professional writing and researching services to you, and answer any questions you might have. We've been in business for over 20 years. Our professionals have decades of experience and have helped hundreds of companies through the application process. To prepare for our conversation, please visit our company website by clicking the link below. I look forward to speaking with you. So... What that means basically is, is in, in a short spiel, is they wouldn't have talked to me, period, if I had some BS company coming on mm-hmm. because this is a federal government agency, right? right? So, <coughs> excuse me, I'm going to put this out there as a positive note that I came from the dirt, and if this happens, so help me God, I'm going to help our communities because you know what? We deserve this as a whole. Because where we're at, where we have been, where our communities as a whole have been, they were never given this opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I want to be, I want to put my imprint in this place and say, we did this. Yeah. And that's why when I decided to start funding or, or sponsor this podcast, I saw it as black and Latino. Mm-hmm. Let's uplift the community. And that's mm-hmm. why everything that you guys do to me speaks about that. What? <laughs> You're black and I'm Latino. Latino. Oh yeah, see, but I mean, better. you are Latino too. But like, we're we are yeah. we're a mix. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah, and, and, and that goes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so to end it with that, I, I will say this: if it happens, 
It when, is going to happen. We already put it out there in the universe. And, and when, when, it when, into it existence. Does, when it does, I will say this. I will say this. I will be. I will be more than happy to teach, develop, and help all of our communities. I would be more than glad to hold. So you're joining the AV Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. No, <laughs> I'll be separate, 110 percent. Because you know what? The moment I join the poli- the politics of things. People get involved, and I'd rather me be able to say, no, I'm doing this for okay. my community, our like community, it. on my own. Because at the end of the day, when politics gets involved, nothing gets done. Right. That's just me yeah. being forward. Right. Okay. Well, I definitely that, want to change that mindset, though. I really do. Hopefully. No, I want to. Because that's are. not what we are about. Uh, especially that's not what Andreas, Mark, um, myself, Mike, and, and the amazing committee that we've been developing are about it's yeah, we're about helping it. everybody no matter what your color is and it's and about no matter if you're a member or not and it's about not getting polit- politics involved and that's something that the vice president and the president will tell you they don't want now do we support our cities and stuff like that yes and do dignitaries come to our events yes but we're not like oh you should vote for this person yeah. or you should oh, vote okay, for that okay. person. Ch- chamber of commerce is all about business it's, it's all not about it's business. not politics it has nothing to do with now, politics there have been chambers of commerce that do get involved, and yeah. that's that's fine. That's them. That is not where we stand. Yeah. So we are all about building community. We're all about building business for our community, for especially our minority mm. community, and also educating our community. That's the right. biggest thing, and that's why I jumped on board is because I'm I don't know a lot about business. I'm I literally jumped in, did it, and I'm learning as I go. It would have helped so much to have someone like you or somebody educated on how to and guide me. And that's what I want for everybody else is to have that opportunity, you know, out of college or even in high school. I wish my son could have the opportunity to learn about stuff now. So when he graduates, he's already set. That's what it's about. So I get what you're saying, but that's not what we're about, the chamber. So and consider I, it maybe or just come as a, a friend hey, with hey, us. Hey, I'll do it. You know what? I'm open minded. Like I said, if it, if it helps, because at the end of the day, what my, what my outlook in life, what my whole thing is about life. And then we've had this conversation. Is if I could eat, why can't you? Yeah, right. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Love it. And we are out of here. You talk about, I talk a lot. You, you, every time, every show, you always going over an hour. I'm, I'm always going over. Yeah. You don't want to interrupt listen, people when they talk. So Listen listen to the show. It's always listen, you. Linda. It's always you at Everybody miles. loves to hear me. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jeez. Hey, you know, can I say this? Diana's back. <laughs> I'm back, y'all. Hey, she's back. Yeah, last week was rough. I already explained myself. Okay, I, know. I had a moment, but I showed up. You I did, came, and that's what I love about you. Like you, no matter what, you got through the adversity, and you you did what you had to do. I'm over here, fat boy, sweating, bro. <laughs> He's what, like, can you, you end this goddamn podcast? <laughs> Is it hot here? No, I'm just fat. Oh, you're not fat. You nervous? You nervous? That's it. You ain't fat. No, I'm fat. I got titties. Yeah, you know. <laughs> That's nervous. You nervous? It's okay. It's okay. You on our show? You so we're gonna nervous. have a podcast about uh, our health and. <laughs> right, we need to talk about health for talk sure. About health. Right. We're going down to the lobby, guys. Again, thank you, Moses, for uh, reaching out to us. Um, not reaching out to us for, <laughs> for hanging out with us. Thank um, you for being a part of uh, the One Life Podcast team and the Social Holic Experience. And if any, hey, if any, let's talk about this. If anybody has a story to tell, if you guys want to talk to us about anything, I don't you care if you just need a, a sponsor. Event, if you want a sponsor, 
if you want to be on your face on the screen right there. <laughs> if you want me to say a commercial for you. Yeah, call us at 747-999-8021. Again, 747-999-8021. Or hit me up on IG at One Life Brand. Or hit Diana up at Socialholic TV. And Moses, Money Market Business, business solution. I always say money maker. I can make. I don't know money. why, yeah, but yeah, it makes the money maker. He's the money maker. Money make I, Moses. I gave you your slogan. I like that. But uh, where can I find you at? Or where can I so, get you up? Uh, my phone number is six six one five three seven four eight seven seven. Please feel free to reach out. And for any and all veterans, I do offer free financial literacy and education. Yeah. Love it. Hey, when are you gonna get your business IG? Two. I get no, some content going. I gotta get some. Some good pictures, man. I'm a little fat right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, we're going to do a training podcast soon. Yeah, yeah. I got to do a biggest loser thing before. Oh I my God. <laughs> That'd be good. I need that. I need it. What? I, I need to get on this with you. We'll do it together. Up down. What you need? Uh, biggest loser. Like, we got to put some money on the table and be like, all right, if you lose this much or whoever. It has the, the boot most. camp. It's like $1,200 if you lose like 100 pounds within like six months. Shit. I need to lose it like in a month. I would I would ask Mike, but Mike's got nothing to lose at this point. I mean, just sexy. <laughs> I'm right there then with you. We can be our accountability partners. Let's do it. All right. Uh, do you no feel left it. out? No, I don't. Good. I feel good about myself. I love myself. I love my body. I'm good. <laughs> Me too. Damn it. All right, we need to go find Angelo because we he he got some pizza for us somewhere. Pizza? Yeah. No, we ordered pizza seriously right before the show, and that's why Angelo walked out. He went oh, to go okay. get it, but he never came back in. I think he finished it by now. Honestly. Yeah, he's on the stairs right now eating our pizza. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right. All right, we out of here, y'all. <laughs>